0: The most important difference uh, that I uh, that I see is that veganism is a philosophy, not just a diet. So while diet is a very important component of being vegan, mm-hmm. it's not the whole thing, right? It's um, we exclude all um, animal products, not just from our diet, but from clothing, makeup, skincare, entertainment. Um, oh wow! You know, yeah. um, it's really a lifestyle. Mm.
1: Soft petals and strong thorns, we're here for the rose conversations wanted and needed in our network of beautifully educated, enlightening, and empowering sisters of Hermandad de Sigma Iota Alpha Incorporada. My name is Gina Marie Rosado, and this is Sia Chats. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode five of Sia Chats. We're halfway through the season. I can't believe how fast time is going by. And today we're talking about veganism and leading a vegan lifestyle. And we're with a very special guest, Cynthia Rosales. I said that correctly, yeah? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And she is uh, here with us today to talk about leading a vegan lifestyle. So for many people, this can be very normal in their lives. I know pe- many people in my lives um, are vegan, um, but for others, this can be completely either unheard of or just a really challenging topic to talk about or to pursue. So thank you, Cynthia, for joining us today. How are you?
0: Good, no, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to talk about veganism. This is something that I don't get to talk about much in this extent, so very, uh-huh. very happy to be here. Yeah, me too.
1: Thank you for agreeing to be on. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you
0: from? Um, how long have you been vegan? So I am from Lima, Peru, and have okay. been living in the US for a very long time. I moved here uh, before starting college. I mm-hmm. moved to New Jersey, um, started college uh, at Rutgers, and joined C.I.A. Mm-hmm. in the fall of 2009. Um, then moved to Phoenix, Arizona and to go to grad school. And I've been here since then. Um, okay. currently, currently work at Intel here in Phoenix mm-hmm. and have been with the company for over seven years. Um, became vegan about seven, five years ago, actually. Yes. Okay.
1: So it was after your move to Arizona that yes. you to start being vegan. Okay. So for anybody who may not know, I know that this is a hot topic, but um, for somebody who may not know, being vegan means pretty much omitting anything and everything that's animal related in your diet. So no animal products, no animal byproducts either. So I know for me personally, I grew up in Puerto Rican culture. So I'm sure this is probably the same with Peruvian culture. You have a lot of meats in your diet, like a lot of your dishes surround meat being the, the main part of your dish. So it was always a staple. Like for me, it was always like the name, you know, I always said when I was younger that um, my family would probably disown me if I went vegetarian or vegan because we just always have meat in our meals. So since I brought up vegetarian and vegan, would you mind explaining what the difference is between being vegan, vegetarian? I know there's also pescatarian. Mm
0: -hmm. Are there any other Mm -hmm.
1: ones that I'm missing? Could you explain that difference?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think there are other ones like lacto vegetarian and and different ones, but uh, there's really like two 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 differences that I see from mm-hmm. you know vegetarianism, you know being pes- pescatarian, etc., and veganism. Like the first one is that um, you know vegetarian pescatarians still eat and consume some animal products or byproducts like for example vegetarians still eat milk and eggs pescatarians right. eat seafood mm-hmm. we vegans don't eat any type of animal products or byproducts as you mentioned like gelatin it's not in our diet eggs or milk either oh right so, yeah and um the most important difference uh, that i uh, that I see is that veganism is a philosophy, not just a diet. So while diet is a very important component of being vegan, mm-hmm. it's not the whole thing, right? It's, um, it's really a lifestyle. And um, we exclude all um, animal products, not just from our diet, but from clothing, makeup, skincare, entertainment. Um, oh, wow. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mm-hmm like for example I don't buy or wear any leather wool any silk I also don't go to you know events with animals um or things like that Mm -hmm.
1: okay so you mentioned no events with animals does that include like like going to the zoo going to like the circus so it pretty much is anything that has to do with possible or certain like animal cruelty correct right yes okay Mm -hmm. I knew like um vegans I I work in retail right now so I see a lot of um like pleather that we use and I'll say on the tag oh it's vegan so I understood that and I I kind of knew that to an extent but I didn't know that um you wouldn't go to like a zoo (laughs) or a circus that's really interesting but that makes sense Um, So you said that you had transitioned about five years ago. So in your transition, what did that process look like? Well, what made you do it in the first place? What type of challenges did you meet? What type of changes did you have to make in your already set lifestyle?
0: Yeah, so um, for me, it was kind of from one day to the other. But um, there's kind of this one main event that I attribute to me starting to get really into researching animal exploitation and um, animal farming etc um, I got a puppy but, uh, but it, I think it was 2012 um, yes early 2012 a beautiful beautiful English bulldog a puppy mm-hmm. and and everybody who knows me probably knows about my dog his, his name mm-hmm. is pancho and oh, I adore him pancho. he's, he's <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be nine now, but um, I got him, and um, he got really sick when he was still a puppy. He was about ten months old, and he mm-hmm. got this illness called meningitis, and okay. he almost died. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, you know, saw my super playful, energetic puppy go from just being happy and just running around to being stiff on his bed, literally crying in pain, oh my and. Gosh. Yeah, that was one of the most impactful experiences I have ever lived. And the amount of um, pain that I felt through him uh, from seeing him suffering, um, I had never felt that type of compassion in my life before for a different species, right? right? So that was kind of like eye-opening for me. And then I started researching about his illness and I found out about breeding and puppy meals and how some Mm -hmm. breeds are you know can have different illnesses and that was also something that i didn't expect to find having bought my dog from a store like a pet store yeah i felt very guilty you know Mm -hmm. i later later learned learned that you know we kill about three million dogs and cats in, in shelters every year just because we wow. we are overpopulated, right? Uh, the shelters yeah. are not enough. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just, it was just very life-changing. And then mm-hmm. I got sick, you know, I was very into high-protein diet mm-hmm. uh, in like, what, 2014, uh, mm-hmm. weighting my protein, you know, the protein shakes and mm-hmm. doing all that healthy stuff uh, mm-hmm. in my mind. I got yes. real sick, my gallbladder stopped working, and I was um, asked by a doctor to change my diet completely from really high protein to really high carb because my, my liver cannot process you know, the high amount of fat that comes with protein Wow um, and you know that was completely new for me, and I immediately almost felt better. Um, so I started researching about nutrition and came across whole foods, uh, plant-based diets mm-hmm. and a lot of doctors in the field explaining the health benefits of, um, you know, following a well-planned vegan diet. Yeah, And that really just, um, kind of pull everything, put everything into perspective for me. And yeah. uh, back in 2015, I, I went Completely vegan. It just it happened from one day to the other for me, uh, but but as I mentioned, I think it was something that was building up for a couple of days. You know, for for a couple of years and <laughs> a couple okay. days. But yes. Okay.
1: So you were pretty much like you were kind of preparing for this transition, even though you didn't really know it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you said it was one day to the next. So it, it was like one day you were eating meats high protein the next day you were just like nope that's it and you never came back to it since then it was just it's been a hundred percent since that that one moment
0: yes and it's hard to to think about it that way uh, but it really was I thought about going vegetarian at the beginning but that just, it, it's, it's hard to explain, but something really just clicked in my mind mm-hmm. and I couldn't um, go back. So I've been yeah. uh completely vegan since then. Um, I assume I might've had some unknown dairy because I just didn't notice, you know, in the past mm-hmm. five years, right. uh, but um, consciously I've been vegan since then.
1: Yeah. Wow. That is fantastic. Um, in my experience, I've I've contemplated going vegan and trying to go vegetarian multiple times throughout my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually did go pescatarian for about a month, a couple years back. I thought that that would maybe help transition into being vegetarian and then being vegan. And then I also wanted to go completely plant based. But I feel like it's such a hard transition for me. So, hearing your story with your reasoning behind it, and you were so passionate about it, you were able to just drop it in a day. That is just amazing to me. And like, I look up to you for that. That is so amazing. Um, so you mentioned your reason, and that revolved around the conscious decision of not wanting to put animals in danger, one, and then your health reasons, too, right? hmm So what are some other reasons that people might go vegan?
0: Well, I think the environmental reason, um, it's very impactful too. Um, You know, the environment claim comes from the fact that emissions from livestock account for Mm -hmm. about 14.5% of total greenhouse gas emissions globally wow. mm-hmm. um so so that is a good uh, a good reason as well you know when you when you think about the production of meat and dairy you have to think about the animals that you need to mm-hmm. um you know feed and the land and the water that you need to use to produce their food um in brazil alone you know 5.6 million acres of land are used to grow soya beans that go to animals in Europe. So I know, yeah, very recently this year, we heard about, you know, the fires in the Amazon and those are all intentional because we need to, you know, burn land so that we can grow crops. If we were to, you know, put that crop to feeding people instead Mm -hmm. of animals, you know, that would really mitigate a lot of the problems that we have uh, today in terms of food and and environment.
1: Yeah, it's about the supply and demand. If we're not demanding it as much, we wouldn't really need the supply or the over supply Mm -hmm. that you're talking about. The different benefits of being vegan are the environmental uh, consciousness, yeah, Mm -hmm. the health Mm -hmm. reasons, um, you know, trying to prevent animal cruelty. Do you think that there are any other benefits? Like, are there any financial benefits? I know that a lot of people either might not do it because they feel like, oh, it's going to be so expensive. Like it's so easy to just, you know, go down the block or go down the street and get a meal at McDonald's for less than $5. Mm -hmm.
0: So Mm
1: -hmm. what do you say to that type of setback?
0: Absolutely. I mean, if you're going to eat processed vegan foods, that is gonna become expensive very quickly, right? Uh, because you are you're buying products that are not produced at a scale that other food is being produced. There are products that are new to the market, so they mm-hmm. you need to pay a premium for those. But mm-hmm. if you um, go you know to your basics and and that is that's go that goes back even to the basics of uh, you know latinx uh, food and and cuisine mm-hmm. right rice and mm-hmm. beans if you mm-hmm. really want to you know your rice your beans and some mm-hmm. vegetables mm-hmm. that is something very very cheap to to buy at the supermarket to eat mm-hmm. uh, seasonal vegetables are uh, and fruits are usually very, very affordable. And having that whole foods, plant based diet that I mentioned before is very, very healthy, right? Um, you know, there are a lot of illnesses that um, we can prevent just by having that healthier lifestyle and mm-hmm. taking, care of our, taking care of ourselves.
1: Yeah, it definitely makes sense. I know thinking about eating like vegetables and rice and beans. You might feel like it's being like very repetitive. Do you make like a bunch of different recipes with the same type of foods and like, you know, switching it up with like the vegetables and trying to make new things so that it doesn't get so, for lack of a better word, boring?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, and um, you'd be you'd be surprised to you know to see how many different uh, YouTubers and doctors out there have so many recipes, and they're free most of the time, uh, and they're delicious. Like I have mm-hmm. even you know outside from following the recipes on websites and YouTube channels, I have even ventured to make my own Peruvian vegan food. Right, I have veganized like paparabuancaína and arroz con wow. pollo and, and uh-huh. things like that. And um, I, I eat, honestly, in 2020, you can veganize almost everything. Um, it's very easy. And mm-hmm. um, we are lucky, we vegans are lucky that we have come a long way mm-hmm. in, um, in, in with the movement and in the availability of products out there.
1: That's awesome. So... Lastly, what advice would you give to somebody who is looking (laughs) to transition to being a vegan?
0: First, uh, do your research, you know, don't take my word for it. Um, I know it's hard to sometimes challenge the way we've been brought up, uh, what we've been taught and told Mm -hmm. every day. It might seem that we're going against our culture, against our roots, Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I think we need to... uh, questions sometimes, um, you know, our our habits um and, and what we're doing to to the animals, to the environment, to our health. Um so do your research. Uh, there are many, many reputable sources of information out there. A lot of vegan doctors who have you know dedicated their lives um to research the impact in, in your health of veganism. Uh there are documentaries out there, I'm sure you've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Also, I would say keep an open mind. Um, Veganism is not about restriction, although it may sound like it's about restriction. Um, You really are eliminating from your diet at least a few products. You're just eliminating Mm -hmm. meat, dairy, and eggs. Think about all the other products that you can eat. Um, And, you know, it can be hard at the beginning, but I can guarantee that once you try it, um, it becomes easier. Um, Mm -hmm. The time makes makes it easier, it's just a second nature to me. And you know, be, being vegan, while it's an important part of my life and who I am, mm. is not all I am. <laughs> and yeah, um and, and I'm, um it's just for me it's just a way of aligning my ethics and, and my my beliefs to my everyday decisions. Yeah.
1: That's fantastic. Thank you for giving that advice. I know it might be very challenging for people. Like you mentioned, um, it could be hard because we feel like we could be going against our cultures. I know, not just Hispanic cultures, but many, many, many cultures around the world live around meat based meals, and it's been Mm -hmm. traditionally handed down to them for hundreds and thousands of years. So could definitely be a challenge but I think that it's worth it based off of the information that you've been giving us today and I know I'm gonna to try to do it again <laughs> sometime I don't know if it's gonna happen right now but I do want to try it out so thank it's you for great. talking with us today do you have any last minute um any pointers or tips or anything that you wanted to talk about
0: no I mean feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions out there I'm happy to to help point you to resources or to just talk about my experience more, if that's useful.
1: Yeah. And I know there are plenty of other vegan sisters in the organization. So I'm sure that they'll either hear this and be like, Hey, I'm vegan too, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, I know you're going to be in the middle of moving back to Mm -hmm. New Jersey this weekend. So yes. I wish you a lot of luck with that. I know that's a big move, Arizona to New Jersey. So thank you for taking you. the time to be with me today. I really appreciate it.
0: Now, thank you so much for having me, Gina Marie, and we'll be in touch.
1: Hermandad de Sigma Iota Alpha Incorporada is a nonprofit Latin-based sorority promoting cultural awareness, sisterhood, and excellence among women. SIA Chats is brought to you by the volunteers of the National Executive Board, Community Affairs Director, and Marketing Committee. For more information, please visit hermandaddesia.org or check out our Instagram at hermandaddesia.